0: back to this podcast is for nerds where i your humble host have figured out that calvin our other humble host likes it like that
1: i I do indeed i do indeed i'm not gonna sing i'm not gonna sing it
0: (laughs) (laughs) welcome back everyone i hope that your lives are slowly returning to normal if not are having plans in your area to come back to normal at some point. Maybe your state has a stage five plan or a stage six plan to return to normal. Maybe your state has denied it and said this is all just a hoax and you're possibly have all your borders to other states closed down and you're in the southwest somewhere. Yeah, I'm looking at you, the south. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what your plan is, but we're glad we're here with you this afternoon, this evening, this morning, depending on when you're listening to us. Welcome back to this podcast is for nerds and yes, We'd like it like that.
1: Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last week, Zach came up with the brilliant idea of doing a series where we go over our favorite video games um, from each console. Um, so this week, we're going to be doing the PlayStation 1 um and we were, we were talking about it as we were getting ready for this and we both realized like neither of us actually own this console yeah. um how, how much play time did you get on it and how did you get your play time
0: i got a decent amount of play time um i had friends who had placed the original playstation and i was at their house i would say at least twice a month um I didn't grow up with like, we talked about this, but like a ton of money. So I had like the original NES system um, where you had to blow on a cartridge and maybe you got to level four in Mario and there was no save files back then. So you just, <laughs> you got where you got. Um, and I had a Sega Genesis, which also had the curse of you blow on it for a half an hour and maybe when you're in Green Hill zone in the original Sonic, it wouldn't freeze on you. but the minute you got past that it froze
1: oh man that's brutal um yeah i didn't so i'm trying to think like the first console i owned i think was an n64 um but I, i definitely played earlier consoles my uh stepbrother had the the playstation and uh i would visit um, his house, like every other weekend. So I, I got a little time with the PlayStation 1, not as much as I'd like. And there, there's a ton of games, like so many classics that I want to go back and finish from this era. So I'm actually pretty excited for this talk. Um, well, I
0: think I think for me, it was pretty much the same. Like I didn't, I only owned those two consoles. I think the only console I had that was actually mine and I got a lot of playtime out of it. And to be fair, playtime meant, I had only one game for each console until I was an adult and bought more on my own was the game boy color. And of course, repping Pokemon yellow. That's what I played.
1: Oh hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Pokemon yellow was the jam.
0: I got my actual certificate for collecting all 150, all 151 on there. Oh really? Wow. Lots, Lots of trading, lots of going back and forth between red and blue. Lots of messing around with silver. You know, no, I played silver also. I played silver and crystal. I think about it. So I guess I played all Pokemon games because on um, Game Boy Color, there weren't really a lot of other great games. Like there was a game I had called Pipe Dream, which wasn't great, and then like The Ants video game which was hilarious <laughs> because like someone actually debunked it later and how it was one of the most like difficult games to actually beat and i didn't feel bad anymore for like dying all the time in that game. oh
1: that's hilarious yeah yeah was... I, I feel like my game boy was like a glorified pokemon machine
0: it really was <laughs> i mean i'm sure there
1: i'm sure there were good games on the game boy and i'm sure like if we had an audience they would tell us uh here's all the games you should have been playing on your game boy but like
0: it was still yeah I, I... pokemon and, and mega man
1: yeah, I never, I, I never played Mega Man on the uh, the handheld. Um, but man, I remember I, I ran my my Pokemon Silver through the the clothes wash. It was, oh. it was so sad.
0: Oh, it was buddy. such
1: a bummer. It was really I'm awful. So sorry. I had put so many hours into the game, and I tried like. I don't know if the rice... I don't think the rice... Putting it in a bag of rice was really a thing.
0: I don't think um, we knew about that one. I yeah. don't think... It was probably a thing, but we never... I never did it.
1: I think I borrowed my mom's hair dryer and tried, like, drying it off. But <laughs> you it
0: was, fried it, the motherboard <laughs> in the process? Probably,
1: <laughs> probably yeah. I, I put it on, like, full heat, like, <laughs> highest setting or something. Lou, is just burning off the cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was so bad. I was really bummed. But, yeah, okay, let's talk about the PlayStation. Yeah, sorry. Um, we'll
0: save game boy for next time
1: yeah game boy will definitely well i don't know (laughs) given that we only played pokemon
0: i mean we could talk pokemon for an hour but you know game boy did like go through different generations we can just cover all the generations too like i wasn't planning on string strictly the ps i mean ps1 is like where we're gonna sit at today but you know yeah there's there's plenty to talk oh yeah so we're gonna try and stick this to nintendo i mean sorry (laughs) Haha, <laughs>
1: PlayStation, not Nintendo <laughs> today. Yeah, so the... It, I didn't realize this. It came out in 1995, which seems wild to me because I remember playing it when I was um, probably like 7 or 8. I was born in 93, so...
0: It's uh, just, someone still had it then. I mean, the PS2 didn't come yeah. out until 2000.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was... Uh, Oh man, PS2. I'm excited for that talk. Um, <laughs> right. So, so uh, yeah, it came out in 95. Um, came out earlier, obviously in Japan, but not I mean, much.
0: Like just a couple, like maybe 10 months earlier. It looks like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it did gangbusters though. It's a it was a pretty hot selling console. It was so. the first
0: disc based disc based game system with a memory card, I believe, and that's what thank really, God. Which, yeah, the memory card <laughs> is really just like. Kicked the piss out of everything else. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I remember. I think this was, yeah, it was PS1 era. I, uh, since it was my stepbrothers, I had, um, I would just, I bought an extra memory card Mm -hmm. and I would just take that with me wherever I went. And if somebody else had a PlayStation, I would just load up my save files. And I just felt so awesome doing that. It it just felt like true independence. And it's, and it's (laughs) almost like, it reminds me now like how we don't really have to like if i wanted to go over to my friend's house to play a game that i had and he didn't i just need to be able to log into my account yep um it i think it was like the first iteration of that so yeah the the disc was nice because we weren't blowing into cartridges anymore um but you know i this was at a point where i was not treating my things well and i was not putting like cds back in their cases and there were scratches and like i had to buy like uh like wax to try and like fill in the scratches <laughs> in the disc and yep yeah I had a few of those moments. So. Did
0: you ever? Okay, so you coveted the memory card same as I did. Yeah, oh, yeah. you also ran into the heartbreaking moment when your um, memory card asked you to format it.
1: Oh yes, I, this happened to me once and never again. I was uh, I was playing my save file on. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about this because we have some we have some hot news so I'm excited that this is uh, this is very timely. So uh, one of the games I want to talk about this week is the Tony Hawk series one and two. I don't know if did you hear the news that came out today, Zach?
0: I did not. I've been rather busy today <laughs> I mean well, fortunately but also like not in a digital way.
1: Yeah, so today is actually Tony Hawk's birthday, and for his birthday, he announced that they are going to be remaking Tony Hawk 1 and 2. What the fuck? (laughs) It's coming out on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC Uh, on September 4th. uh, I'm uh, I'm what? super super stoked. It's being made by um, Vicarious Games. They are known for uh, remaking the Crash Bandicoot remaster that's on the PS4, and they actually oh, did a fantastic, fantastic.
0: job. Yeah, really did actually.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the the company that was handling the the development previous like the previous few games was this company called Romamoto. And and uh, no disrespect to them, but I feel like they really kind of ruined the Tony Hawk series. So I'm excited to see it. In some new hands, and uh, the visuals look incredible. Um, And I'm just really stoked because they did say that they're gonna try and get most of the soundtrack. Um, and they said there's just like a few songs that they couldn't license so of course yeah <laughs> and that as it happens man i couldn't imagine like a guitar hero trying to remaster or something like that
0: and license all those songs oh, especially how big guitar hero got when everyone was like yeah go ahead and take the song no one's going to give a shit yeah right it's, about guitar it's great hero. exposure or whatever yeah. too <laughs> fun losers <laughs> um, yeah dude, so i am so stoked thank you That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> so to get back to the uh, the format thing yeah i had a save file for Tony Hawk 1. I want to say I was on one of the last levels, and honestly, I don't remember. I think... is france the last level for tony hawk one i don't know i forgot I, honestly yeah so i i was pretty close to beating the game and i had that error <laughs> and that was the moment i bought a second memory card and anytime i'd save my game i always had two memory cards plugged in <laughs> to my playstation one and i would save on to both oh boy
0: i don't you know what i can't even blame you for that I really <laughs> did you have a did you have a format moment a couple. I had one on the PlayStation and the PS2. Uh, it was it was it was one of those things where you just like you look at it and you plug it and plug it back in. and Think no no, this is just a read error. That can't happen. This is wrong. Why does it say why does it say new game? I have a, I have a file. Do you know who I am? I, I have a file. Like my first think my first time thinking I was good at computers was just instead of logging into the game, is going to the memory card directly. On the, inter- on the GUI, on the interface that it had and looking through it and not seeing any data so saying it needs to format or no data. I'm like, oh, <laughs> excuse me, do you know, <laughs> I put hours into this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know who I am?
0: <laughs> do you know how much time I've spent? <laughs> I just went over every single, like in my head, every single, boss fight or every single thing that took me hours to hit like we talked about this before and this is ps2 but i'm still gonna bring it up again the goddamn big twist over the helicopter oh my god (laughs) dude i
1: I just beat that again recently oh so good so good eric they need to remake that one that's the one i want to oh, play. dude,
0: thug one and thug two would be great oh because you can still play american wasteland on the xbox game store i believe so i'm sure the ps oh, really? has it also yeah
1: oh my gosh that's amazing yeah i uh there's a great mod mod community and they have uh modded tony hawk underground 2 And the mod community has added every single secret skater that's ever been in a Tony Hawk game. And they've added every level from every Tony Hawk game. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely worth looking into. I think it's called Thug Project. Um, I'll look it up to confirm. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. Oh, it's called Thug Pro.
0: Okay, that's dude. Every single secret skater? Are you kidding me? That's insane.
1: Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's it's worth looking into. It's it's just like the the fan base is so like rabid, and they wanted to basically have every every game in one, and uh, it's free, which is just incredible. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, so yeah, look into it.
0: Yeah. No, that's fantastic. That's
1: wow. The only, the, the only bummer is it's, it's free skate only or high score. So, but you know, that's, I mean, I, I think a lot of the fans were not in it for the story. I love the story, but um, yeah. So um, that is, that is a bummer. The format error is, is a bummer. I've even had that on like, I have an external for my Xbox one or I did, and I've run into so many issues with, having to format it that I just, I don't even do it anymore. I just keep the games that I'm playing at the moment on the, on the internal and I don't even mess with an external anymore.
0: Yeah. That I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so maybe let's talk about the controller. I think the controller was really pretty awesome. Um, it's the first one in my memory that had the uh, the bumpers, um, and it had the. Well, the first one didn't have the uh, the sticks. It just had the uh, the D pad, right? So it was. Uh,
0: mm, I believe it had the. F- oh, you know what? No, the first one didn't have DualShock. And it didn't have the. Uh, it didn't have the. Did <laughs> I called directional pads? But the actual omnidirectional. What are those called? Like the, joystick, the sticks, joystick the controllers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is just had you, the it that just that had the D pad. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's your game. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: I think it the it did come out later with the uh, the uh, joysticks, but I I remember it having the bumpers, um, and I just remember it, it fitting really well in my hand. I, you know, I as much as I like the SNES and the NES, I really don't like those controllers. Right. Um I think especially as an adult my hands are just like way too big and I can't find the right grip.
0: Oh, I couldn't play on your I couldn't the, play your switch at first. So I was like
1: what is this? Oh, the Joy-Cons are an absolute nightmare. <laughs> I, I hate the Joy-Con. Like I love you Nintendo. The Switch is uh, like the best console you've done probably since the GameCube, but like Oh, those controllers! Like the pro controller is the only way to play.
0: Yeah, no, Nintendo. We, you rule the world. Like we're, yeah, you're Japanese Disney. So we're not. Talking <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just saying that the, I have adult size hands. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. All I'm <laughs> they,
1: they they refuse to admit that their audience has grown up. <laughs> and they just like they want them to stay young
0: i don't know they say that but then every mario game that comes out there's always a very svelte looking young lady who's way more realistic than peach ever was <laughs> oh man i'm looking at mario's thick bod i mean i'm, I'm more of a daisy man myself You know, <laughs> you know just... that's fair
1: and they, they, they have they you know they've allowed more, i mean you can play doom on your switch now so they've, which they've made is, some which changes
0: is insane yeah, it is
1: absolutely crazy. Doom Eternal is so sick.
0: You can uh, also thank Bayonetta for allowing, uh, oh, allowing Nintendo to like loosen up a little bit.
1: That is true. Bayonetta. We sick. are getting distracted. Yes. All right. Back to the PlayStation. <laughs> My God. Uh, I should have taken some
0: Adderall before we started this. Um, never, never. You get you get this pure, <laughs> you get this pure diced up, measured out Colombian. This podcast is for nerds. <laughs>
1: now <up. laughs> I don't I don't remember maybe you will remember was there like a like a boot up screen cuz like my memory of the PlayStation Ooh. is the PS2 where it like it shows that like fractal like space and you hear that done. When it starts up, is there anything like that for the PlayStation? I don't remember. Honestly,
0: I just remember just the game itself starting. The or game just starts, yeah. it started or gave you an option to go to the memory card or start the game. I think you just started the game. I honestly don't remember that one at all. Yeah.
1: About it. Yeah, I think that's about it as far as the, the hardware goes. Um, so let's get into games. What is the first game you want to talk about from the PlayStation 1?
0: I'm going to say the first one I'm going to talk about um, that I played the most when I went over to my friend's house was Twisted Metal. Oh dude, I was going to mention that. Yeah, totally. That's such a great game. It is. And it's one of the games that I wanted to bring up, especially because I didn't realize how dark the game actually was.
1: (laughs) I I guess I haven't played it, it since. So, I mean, I remember it being very, uber, like insanely violent.
0: Oh yeah. Like I just didn't realize, like I remember a particular, um, Moment where the reason why we were playing it was at a sleepover and we had Dominoes when it used to taste good. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm that was, you. it was either better when I was a kid and didn't know any better. I'm pretty sure I was a kid and didn't know any. Better. I was a fat kid and didn't know any. Didn't care. We had Domino's, bunch of yeah. We had Dominoes, bunch of Crunch, and oh nice and, and soda. Like that's <laughs> that was our night. <laughs> and for me, I didn't get to eat that stuff all the time, even though I was a fat kid. So I just wouldn't balls to the fucking wall anyway not the point we were playing Twisted Metal and we kept going to the character select because one of the characters I think he's the one I use I can't remember he was like a World War 2 zombie or whatever and he had like a his main attack was like a swarm missile and he said ass and how he was like I'm here to (laughs) blow somebody's ass up and we're like oh my god oh ass, oh shit!" (laughs) you know so like that was like my intro to that game but i totally. played that a, i played that a lot i think just like demolition derby and that's where i probably started i feel like my first car based game and obviously anyone who's playing twisted metal it's not a racing game necessarily no there's no racing i don't think Is there a racing mode on that game
1: I, well there might have been but i literally like i just did the the demolition that's yeah, that's all was, i did
0: it for me it was the playstation it was the dark playstation version of um Mario Kart where you could, like... Because Mario Kart had a zone, too, where it was like a battle arena where you could just go and shoot people for balloons or whatever. This was PlayStation's evil older brother version of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, this was, like... I remember... <sighs> Yeah, so I mean, my brother owned our, our PlayStation, so this was like my first T rated game. Mm-hmm. So I just remember, like, ooh, this is like, I, sh- I shouldn't be playing this. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I in the, I remember there was a character, I can't remember his name, but there was a character that was like, he was standing up and he was between two like truck tires. I don't remember. Oh, his, yeah. But he had like yeah, he had yeah, like yeah, rocket yeah. launchers on his shoulder or something like that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was like that. W- that character is my jam. I think he was in the second one. Um, and that was on, that was still on the PlayStation One. I think.
0: Um, yep, yeah, that the, game was that game was Metal, so Metal sick. Two were both on the PlayStation. Yeah, and that was the game we played when like the adults weren't around, so they didn't really know what we were like playing because like you know. Yeah. The kid who has like the system, their parents don't always know what they're playing. They're just like, "Oh yeah, buy the game." So oh, like, yeah, the minute we got caught playing, they're like, "Wait, what did that character say?" Like nothing. He <laughs> said, "Sass." Like he's a sassy old boy <laughs> shooting rockets. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I
1: remember my mom had no idea what video game ratings were, and she was buying me like all these M-rated N64 games, and I was so psyched. Like I got House of the Living Dead, and I had all my friends over, and we were playing. And she was like, "You say
0: that so House of the Living Dead was actually a game you could play on console?" Yeah, yeah, was interesting. I don't remember that. Yeah, I was just talking to a friend about that, and I played that arcades all the time, but I never knew it was a. Yeah, it was a home game
1: yeah um i you know i never got far because that was like video game infancy for me so i was not good especially at a shooter and a shooter on the n64 is a uh, garbage no matter what uh, except,
0: <laughs> except for except for no dude Goldeneye sucks bro stop it <laughs> stop, stop your nonsense it's the best. it's not good odd job it, yeah because he's shorter than everyone exactly. and you don't have to aim odd job bond spacesuit and sentinel uh <laughs> the sentinel rocket launcher with heat seeking heat seeking missiles
1: i will never uh, i will never speak well of the uh the bond uh and <laughs> 64 game i i did like the, uh, there was one on the gamecube and i think ps2 that i really enjoyed but i
0: think it was Goldeneye on the, on the gamecube because i played that a lot also and I, I thought Dunn GoldenEye was n sixty four. Uh, I think they, I think they kept making GoldenEye. Honestly, oh, did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, I do distinctly remember a GoldenEye. Um, no, check this right now <laughs> on on
1: the GameCube. It was a uh, Nightfire on the uh, GameCube. Is the oh, one I remember okay. maybe, playing?
0: Maybe that's the one I was. I was wrong.
1: And that one was pretty cool. It reminded me of Halo, kind of in a sense, because it had like the two bases on either side. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think Halo was... originated that, but I'm. That's just <laughs> pulling from my memory. Like that game was sick. Um, so yeah, I mean, Twisted Metal was sick. I don't. I don't really. I feel, and I feel like it's something going back. I'd probably appreciate more now. Um, do, do you remember the soundtrack at all? Was it any? Oh,
0: I don't remember the soundtrack at all. Actually, I just remember like it was. <laughs> I just remember it was the first time you could play with like because I'm pretty sure I'm not mistaken Twisted Metal yeah okay so I just remember it was just like a knockout tourney and that's how we ran it oh yeah all I really remember about it and it was just a wild game I couldn't remember the song if I tried honestly even had
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it right now and there's like only oh there's yeah there's a few good tunes on here we got um holy shit um <laughs> But that can't be right. Um, there's, like, <laughs> there's some Buckethead on here. This must be the, the new one. There's no way this is the old one. Yeah, I don't even think Buckethead was around. Uh, he's been around, but I like I don't think he was big enough to... And there's, yeah, like a Venge
0: Sevenfold. Yeah, this is the new one. Uh, new. Um, <laughs> and I think, too, size-wise, I don't think they could even... No, because Tony Hawk did it, but I don't oh, think yeah. there was a... I really don't know. I don't think there was any songs really that I, that I would remember on that. Plus, yeah, like, back then I wasn't this, really listening to music like I do now. That was all just like, you know, people trying to force me to listen to rap and I'm like, I don't like this. So like, <laughs> I, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, man, that game was, that game was so sick. Um, and I, I, you know, I don't, I would love for, And I, you know, they did one in 2012, but I would love to see a a revisit of this series. It'd be really cool to see Sony invest in something like this, especially with like the popularity of Rocket League. You could do something just as outrageous, I think. And I think there's an audience there that would enjoy playing it. You could even like add a soccer mode to the game,
0: I think. and, And I think people would play it. I forgot about the one that was on PS3. I don't think people, I didn't hear much about it, honestly. Uh, I didn't either.
1: I, you know, I was I had a PS3, but I didn't really play it enough. All
0: I all I know is that it was... I saw a trailer for it, and it was really... It was, it was one of those things that was really dark. Like, the guy who drives the ice cream truck, he was like, yeah, you know, I killed my whole family, except my daughter, you know. But the, you know what they say, you gotta go after the one that got away. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't... <laughs> what is this shit? Like, this is not what is this? You know? So I was like, okay, like, I don't, I don't care about this. This is just, no, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I just wasn't with it.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's just like
0: I, older, I had got older real life. had happened and you lose friends and the reality of some psychopath trying to like murder his family. She's like, Oh, this is, this happens in real life yes okay yeah well, that's fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah definitely
0: um oh we plus so what we play spyro because there's no pink purple
1: dragons flying around oh my gosh yeah dude spyro i just played the remaster of it um a How few months like it? ago it's really good <laughs> it's super <laughs> fluid and it looks really pretty um I I can't really...
0: I always enjoyed Spyro. Like, I always did.
1: Yeah, I remember I had... I think I only played the first one. I definitely had it. Um, Was this... Was it on PS1? Is that what it
0: was on? Oh... shit, son. (laughs) (laughs) Spyro was on PlayStation in 1998.
1: Okay, yeah. So I played the first one. I might have had the second one on PS2, maybe. Um... But yeah, I just remember it being a, a super fun platformer. I think I, at that point I had been kind of burnt out on the Mario series, right? And um, it was it was fun because it was like I think it was probably the
0: first 3D platformer
1: I ever played. And oh, I think see, the, mine mine
0: was like right right before those Crash Bandicoot, which were basically we're ran back to back honestly, like
1: right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I never I actually never played the original Crash. Um, I'm not kidding. yeah my my wife speaks really highly of it whenever she wasn't like a big gamer but like anytime we talked about games early on she was like oh crash
0: bandicoot was my jam well it's funny because my wife the one game that she will play with me amongst many is crash team racing oh man that fun. game's fun
1: yeah, yeah i just heard her in the background yeah <laughs> i'm keeping that in <laughs>
0: that's fine it stays we, we <laughs> um yeah no that's um so crash bandicoot was my first 3d platformer and then after that it was spyro i okay. think i actually like again because i was getting older and friends and people move away and get different systems i didn't really play a spyro game until i got it on the game boy advance and we're gonna talk about that later on but it was oh, spyro. i don't know it was on
1: game boy advance I'll that's awesome.
0: Yeah, it went to, I was just looking at it, Game Boy Advance. Is it a Game Boy Advance or one of the later on Game Boy? Yeah, Game Boy Advance by Digital Eclipse. Wow. Um I played Enter the Dragonfly on Game Boy Advance. And you liked it? or? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it wasn't, I feel like the Game Boy Advance controls were very similar to how the <laughs> all the consoles were set up at the time. So it was yeah. an easy port to be able to mess with because you still had the L and R controls and you still had the D-pad and the... Um just a button command, from what I remember, but that's for next time on <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is for nerds. Yeah. I, here, uh, but this would be stop talking about game boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've since I, I bought her cause they announced the remaster for crash on a uh, PS4. So I bought it and um, she's played it and I, I watched her play it. And, um, that game is fucking infuriating. I don't know how anyone plays it. It is so
0: goddamn hard that is like one <laughs> they made it harder, actually, like it wasn't like that, oh really, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like that, but then again, I also didn't play there's I think they remastered three and put it in a bundle, right, like they put yeah, yeah, the games, yep,
1: yeah, yeah, they did all three. I don't um, think
0: I played the third one on the original port ever, so oh, okay, yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's uh, yeah. That was. That's. I mean, that's a great. That's a great series. I mean, it's it's clearly very popular and.
0: Neo Cortex is hilarious. Like he was one of my he was one of my favorite villains to like fight.
1: And I think he's in that PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale game. I think so. I think he's one of the uh, playable characters. So <laughs>
0: they, they need some. They need somebody.
1: <laughs> yeah, all, all the hate for that game. I, I actually think. I actually think it was pretty fun.
0: Oh. Um,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, clearly does not hold a candle to the uh, Smash series, especially in terms of character number. Dear God.
0: Well, um, I mean that's one of those things too, where they they. They really pulled from an eclectic... Like, in the beginning, you know, Smash Brothers only had eight characters, and it was all characters. I mean, except for Link was the only one that was a standout as far as, like, being a weird kind of, like, okay, he's got a sword, and then you have Mario punching. Like, you know, in reality, this would not end well for Mario.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> but, you know, at least they were all kind of came from the same kind of feel, I guess is the only way I can really put that. yeah. Because, like, in this, in the PlayStation one, you have, you know, Big Daddy from Bioshock, Cole McGrath from Infamous... How, Colonel Raddick from Killzone, Dante from Devil May Cry, Fat Princess from Fat Princess. I have no idea what the hell it is. Heihachi oh. was in there. Heihachi and Kratos could kill literally everybody else in this. On oh, this.
1: dude, Kratos would absolutely merc everyone. If you have not played <laughs> the new God of War, oh, dude, you were messing up so unbelievably hard. It is one of the best video games I have ever played. Period.
0: I was super stoked on it because they went to one of my favorite mythological. Background. oh dude it's
1: it's so underutilized and now i think it's making a comeback because of god of war because they just announced the uh assassin's creed yeah
0: yep yeah yep <laughs> it's it's uh it's happening but yeah that's the thing you had you had characters that really <laughs> there was no <laughs> universe for them to be able like you had nathan Drake from uncharted okay going against kratos are you what what's he gonna do like clever him to death
1: yeah (laughs) what if he just pulls out a pistol and just like mercs him
0: yeah i mean like kratos has been burned alive and shot and like killed like i don't
1: well you know they have they have a much better lineup now of single player games that i feel like if they rebooted that series it might do well because they've got the girl from um uh crap Um, They could do, like, The Last of Us. Like, you could bring in Clickers as a playable character. Yeah, you could do Ellie. (laughs) Um, I think that'd be sick. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, they have the Killzone characters. Um, the, The Horizon Zero Dawn girl. Yeah. With the, uh, that sick bow and arrow like I think she'd be a really cool character And then you have Spider-Man like, They <laughs> have Spider-Man now like. <laughs> They can like,
0: not ever release him <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny too Because looking at this list of people like Isaac Clark from Dead Space Why would hell would I know who that is If someone's like, oh check it out The Isaac Clark edition from pre-order now I'm like, who the yeah. fuck cares <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> That's totally the character I remember When I played Dead Space And not the aliens that are trying to kill me
0: Oh, dude, they have Cole McGrath and evil Cole McGrath on here. Oh, oh buddy. nice. Come on. Oh. Why'd you both? <laughs> oh, buddy, why'd you do that? <laughs> Sir Daniel Fortesque from Medieval. Who the fuck is that? What? He doesn't even have a hyperlink on him. So I'm not even. Oh,
1: wow. It's not. Yeah, it's not even worth looking <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not what we're supposed to be doing today. But I just. I, PlayStation All Stories Battle Royale. I, Bring it back. Give it
1: us give it a second chance. It
0: had the potential if Smash Brothers had literally kicked the living shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Like, that's pretty much like it was because I think I played it once, but I was just confused seeing Kratos on the screen with Sackboy. And I was like, okay. Yeah, like
1: in what world is Sackboy <laughs> like like I wonder if I think I almost think I would enjoy that game more if it was like incredibly imbalanced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I think yeah, that'd be fun. Kratos took on gods, the whole Greek pantheon, and you think he's gonna struggle Sackboy... with a piece of fabric? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like there's zero chance.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just looking at the cover right now, and it's just like it's Kratos dead with dead center. But you have Kratos, and then you have Raiden from Metal Gear Solid, and then Dante on the other side. And it's like, okay, uh, Raiden is tough, but he's not a god killer. No, he's an android. Yeah, <laughs> and Kratos would just get more pissed off, and then Dot. You know, um, <laughs> I forgot this dude's name. It's not Dante. It's not Devil May Cry. What is this guy's name? Nathan Drake. (laughs) Stand stand in the corner and just be like, Oh, that was crazy, or oh oh, my luck ran out today. Or oh gotta find this extra treasure. No one gives a fuck. Like I'm sorry, this is this is stupid. Spike from Ape Escape. Who the hell is Spike? Spike from what? Ape Escape. Oh, I never played that. I actually I enjoyed it. I played one I played a demo of one, actually.
1: I've heard they're okay games, but, yeah, I never played them.
0: Those little um, monkeys are fast, dude. Little bastards. I'm,
1: I'm, a, I'm a Super Monkey Ball fan.
0: You know what? I never played that game.
1: Oh, dude. Oh, when this quarantine's to. over, you're going to come over and we'll play uh, Super Monkey Ball on the Switch. I am down. Um, <laughs> <all
0: right. laughs> where where do we go? So we talked uh, about... So we the talked Yep. So we touched on Spyro a little bit and we touched on Crash Bandicoot. So tell me a little more about Spyro and why you liked it. And I'll tell you a little more about Crash Bandicoot.
1: Um okay. I feel like, so the 3D, I think, was huge. Um, and I, I never played Crash. So I did, this was, like, my first experience playing the 3D platformer. So I think it added an element of difficulty that Mario did not offer me. Nothing against Mario because it's incredibly difficult, um, especially with Super Mario Maker being a thing now and people just have all the free time in the world to make these, like, crazy
0: games Did you crazy play, levels. Did you ever play Mario 64 or did you play Spyro first?
1: uh i played uh ooh um i th- i think i played Spyro first because i gotcha. got my i got my n sixty four late gotcha um okay. yeah so but it probably they were probably pretty close um and i it, honestly it was probably the reason i got mario sixty four was because I liked Spyro so much gotcha. um because they both have like that similar like very vibrant color vibe um pretty whimsical like it's not a very dark series and like it was pretty accessible like i i th- i f- i consider myself a bit of a completionist when i play games like i need to collect everything um, and I'll spend you know extra hours like doing all these stupid side missions if it means I've, I've collected every recording you know with like Bioshock or whatever um, and I feel like Spyro was pretty easy it was much easier to 100% Spyro than Mario 64 so um, I think there was like an accessibility thing there that I enjoyed and the story was like super simple not very difficult for a kid to follow um to be honest i don't really remember the su- super mario 64 story um i
0: mean, I, I can agree with you because i did play both um yeah i didn't complete mario 64 it was just like a <laughs> plate until i got bored and just i don't think i've ever completed a mario game now that i think about it like i don't know that i have either i just i kind of know how it ends Either the princess <laughs> is there or she's not She's so, usually not. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool. That was fun. Um, but I know, like you said, too, for Spyro, what I liked about him is that he, in the first one, you had to go complete missions in order to unlock his, like, abilities, and that was really cool. Like, the first time you get a chance to glide was sweet. And then when you feel, like, glide and then fly and then do the ground pound was sweet. Because, like, okay, cool, I feel like I'm progressing into the story. Yeah. Mario's yeah. always going to either jump or shrink or get KO like it's pretty much <laughs> what's going to be.
1: Yeah, he, my my fondest memories of like Mario in comparison to Spyro or I guess in opposition to Spyro was like I loved the you know, I guess Spyro did have this in a sense but like I really liked in Super Mario 64 the uh, the like slide levels. <laughs> Those were, those were super fun to me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, terrifying in uh, Sunshine, but yes. Oh, dude. Super Mario <laughs> Sunshine is so good. Um, that that and like, Paper Mario are probably the most... I don't know if they're underrated, but they're my favorite. Um, probably my favorite Mario games.
0: I love um, Paper Mario as a concept. It was a really cool like spin on how to keep it fresh. I had to give it to Mario games. They keep it fresh, and they find a way to always keep it fresh throughout time. Like... That series yeah. is older than I am, and I'm 30 years old. So, <laughs> yeah, I've,
1: I've not. I don't own the new one, but what I've played of it is super fun. Um, but you know, Spyro did have the cool like uh, time trials where you had to like uh, fly through all the rings and then like take out all the little trains or whatever it was um, within the like allotted time without like crashing. Yeah. Um, so that was that was fun. I, I enjoyed that bit quite a, quite a lot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Spyro games, I I it's I liked too, when you got to... I think it was after Ripto's Rage, the second game, where they added new characters, and you had to use each character's ability to, like, beat certain levels. And I thought that was the cool trade-off from, like, not only getting Luigi, who is slightly thinner <laughs> and could maybe jump a little higher than Mario. Yeah, that is true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh yeah I, I i mean i don't i don't have much else on on spyro um
0: it looks like they released one game a year for like 10 years
1: straight wow i am uh <laughs> i guess i'm pretty behind then because i i probably played one and two um and then i i played the remake i was at my buddy's place um a while ago and before this all happened and um I played it and I mean, it looks beautiful and the controls are, are as good, if not better. Um, but I certainly did not follow it for that many games. I don't know if you did.
0: I did not at all. They released 13 games between 1998 and 2008.
1: Oh, really? Wow. That is yeah. insane. That is absolutely <laughs> insane.
0: <laughs> and then they took a break until 2011 with the Skylanders and he kind of, re- I think a lot of things that happened, like, companies had I think Insomniac disappeared at that point and became either they are completely gone or they joined up with Naughty Dog I forgot how that whole thing went down but um, yeah. Um, yeah it's all it's all a mix <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, so my next one I wanted to talk about was, I think I want to get into, well, we've already talked about Tony Hawk. Um, in did, did that episode get released? What? The Tony Hawk one got released, didn't it? Yeah, I think it did.
0: Yeah, that's like episode two or three. We were, well, we were talking about the music in video games, and Yeah, that was when we started with, that's when we talked about Tony Hawk as a, as a, how it brought about, different music into the mainstream but it wasn't about the game itself so you're totally at liberty to talk more about it <laughs>
1: um yeah, i mean i <sighs> i don't know what i can really i don't know what i can add because my the first one I, i've played all of them and the first one i played was one and two um i think they were in a bundle if i recall correctly
0: i um, think on so the PlayStation three, one. i think so because three was on its own
1: Yeah, three came out on the PlayStation Two, and three was like the. So I played one and two by myself, and I think three was like the one I remember, like having friends over and we'd all play together, Um, because they had like the they had they had all the cool they had my favorite probably my favorite Secret Skaters were from three, they had uh, Darth Maul, Um, (laughs) I was I was hot on Star Wars at that point, Um, they had Wolverine. I um, forgot about that, actually. Yeah, my my favorite <laughs> uh, Darth Maul would, uh, so like you're picking your skater in the skate shop, and there's, like, a guy working behind the desk. And if you pick Darth Maul he, and you just, like, sit there and you don't select him, he starts, like, force choking the guy behind the desk. <laughs> <For> <laughs> the guy, like, raises up in the air and he starts choking and he makes this, like, gargling sound. It's so horrible. Um, but anyways, yeah, the one and two were just, like, oh, the, the, and I don't want to r- focus on the soundtrack too much, but really, like... It just like, it is the soundtrack of my youth. I think like I, I just, all that music is, is such fond memories. Like, I honestly think that series probably introduced me to hip hop. Um, I, cause I don't, I, I had pretty lily white parents. They don't like, they don't listen to, uh, to rap at all. <laughs> um, or they certainly weren't introducing me to it. Yeah. Um, so that was like my first exposure to hip hop and I feel like the hip hop that is in Tony Hawk is like really good. Um, there's, there's some really, really good stuff there. Like Del the funky homo sapien, like, uh, that hygiene song that gets stuck in my head all the time. Um, (laughs) and I bump it in the car regularly. So, um, yeah, I mean, So I think Tony Hawk three was the first one to have revert. So I don't think there were like, you couldn't do like crazy combos and like a half pipe, um, on Tony Hawk one or two. Um, and I don't think Tony Hawk one didn't even have manuals if I recall correctly,
0: which is crazy Uh, to think about. Yeah, I believe you're correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They had it in two. Um, they definitely had it in two, but there's like, um, Cause I remember playing and when I was replaying underground, they had like a, they had a challenge where you had to get these combos only using um, abilities based on a certain Tony Hawk game. So like the first high score, you could do whatever you wanted. Um, So you could like get off your board um and you get that little timer or whatever to get back on your board to keep the combo going the second one you couldn't get off your board but you could still do reverts and manuals the third one you could do manuals but no reverts and then the the last one you couldn't do any manuals so um (laughs) it it was a tough challenge i was like really struggling on no manuals um
0: I didn't realize I used those so much. Um, I mean, but manuals, like, manuals are a quick way to cheat the timer, too. If you really need to get that last bit of, like, oh, totally. score, you just keep manualing and just doing variants to that and just holding it. Oh, but yeah. the risk with that, too, is that if you, like, oh, man, if you fall off the board with a great combo <laughs> on top, you are hating life.
1: Oh, yeah, dude, because I remember, like, there was a point where I didn't know like which way you're supposed to let the meter go based on the type of manual you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So like I'd be doing a nose manual and I'd be like, all right, I need to finish this, and I'd I'd feel confident. I'll be like, well, the meter's like it's going towards the top, so I'm good. And then <laughs> I'd it'd go and I'd bail and I'd be like, oh shit.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. It's it's such a great game series. I have so many fond memories of doing like uh tag where you go back and forth tagging each other and you'd like run all over the the map <laughs> and try and like get really high up and and you know somebody's waiting for you at the bottom of a half pipe while you're doing a trick in the air and they get you um yeah tag, was, like,
0: tag was pretty brutal too because they couldn't knock you off your board <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it was super fun um and then there was like horse um which was another really really fun one
0: um and uh, did you ever play the skate series i tried okay um i tried playing the first one i think i was so used to tony hawk that it was hard for me to get it yeah
1: like the transition because it's it's much more difficult
0: (laughs) yeah someone said oh this is made to be more intuitive and natural based on how you actually skate and Tony Hawk Pro Skater did get me kind of skating for a little while I can't say I was any good but I did use it as a mode of transport but also being a fat kid on a skateboard things just didn't go well for a very long Um, but Kareem Campbell inspired me to get on
1: a skateboard. Oh Kareem Campbell (laughs) is the shit dude oh my gosh I was I host this uh, monthly bad movie night and uh, we were watching Grind I don't know if you've seen that. I have not Oh, it's a terrible skateboarding movie, but like <laughs> there's actual pros in the movie. And they have uh Bam Margera's in it, um, Bob Bernquist is in it, and then I s like th- I just noticed it um when we were watching it the most recently because i've seen it a million times but kareem campbell's in it and i
0: just like i lost my mind when i saw him
1: i was like holy shit that's kareem campbell it's like one
0: of my favorite skateboarders yeah so it was cool. always for me it was either kareem campbell or Alyssa steamer were the ones that i oh like, yeah it's totally. all the time
1: yeah i uh i was a big rodney mullen fan hell yeah um, just because he like and inv- one, I love flat ground. Like, and that they implemented that so well. Like later on in the series, I feel like they did a great job with flat flat ground or flatland tricks. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Um, also, I think I actually think skate videos were the reason that I got into like punk and hardcore. Like, it was Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and then skating, and then skate videos themselves like helped. Push that! Cause I didn't listen to music video. I didn't watch music videos back then. I didn't have like MTV or cable, but I oh. did have a way to watch skate videos. I don't remember how or why, but it doesn't matter. I think every game, do you unlock a skate video? Like from like at the end of like Thug One and Two, they actually put like skate videos in it.
1: I oh think. yeah, I mean they've been doing that since the beginning. Because okay, like I the, couldn't remember. Yeah, the um, every level in Tony Hawk One through all of them. Pretty much have a secret tape, and that tape has, yeah, and they would have like bales. Bales were always my favorite. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'd have my buddies come over and we'd watch the bales and we'd all cringe when the guy like hits his nuts on the rail
0: or whatever it was. That's always the worst one. I mean, except for that one from break.com or whatever that was called. That one dude falls and like his whole forearm just folds. Oh, I, oh, wait, I think I have seen that one. You, you have because it's like he was in he's in a parking lot. He's doing okay. He's just, just trying to do like I forgot what the move is called, but he's just. Uh... <laughs> He's just kind of, like, going back and forth, like, on top of the board, just kind of, like, just going through the parking lot, and he, like, slips off and lands on his hand, but then his hand breaks, and it comes up to, like, his face or something like that, so he just gets, like, a square out of an arm. Oh my gosh. I have,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do this live. Cause I think your reaction is going to be really funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you, <laughs> send you oh, no. a link to a bail. That is so funny. Well, it's, I don't know. It's not Come on, funny.
0: Just, just let me have it. Just send it.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know what you think. It's uh it's a skateboarder. Um he's doing a trick. He's ollieing over this uh ledge and it mm. goes down on a mm. on a sidewalk and he uh <laughs> he falls off the skateboard and he lands on a telephone uh pole. Oh my and- God. <laughs> <laughs> It, where,
0: where are you sending this
1: oh it's in the uh, it's in the chat I'm sorry if you oh. click, if you click on the uh the more and then click on chat um there's a YouTube link in there for you to watch
0: oh man here we go live <laughs> uh yep here it goes I love that, you know, Zoom is so intuitive, but we can't just, like, you know, get a direct hyperlink to what we want to do.
1: You couldn't click on it?
0: No, it mean, just gave me, the like, straight, okay, here we go. Let's see this, dude. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> son of a Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He lost it he had he hit his dick so hard he <laughs> lost a shoe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's a rough one. Um.
0: <laughs> I feel like he just like how's he Oh uh, yeah, he got up and tried to walk. What did, why'd you try and walk? Just <laughs>
1: just, just stay down, you
0: dude. Yeah, stay on the ground.
1: <laughs> just be in it for a minute just just, just let
0: yourself feel exactly. just let yourself feel oh my god that's <laughs> yeah that's a rough one I, uh, feel, did... I, felt, I felt him I, he bounced off the damn pole Like, <laughs> yeah it's insane
1: um so have you or are, are there any other ones that you any other games on the playstation one that you want to mention um, there's a few that we need to mention um that I don't have much to talk about um
0: Go ahead and throw those out there and let's see what we got.
1: Um, so we have to mention Final Fantasy VII, I think.
0: Yes, we do. Um, I actually didn't play any Final Fantasy game until PS2, and that's why I didn't mention it because I hadn't played it on the PS1.
1: Okay. I mean, I don't have much to add. Um, I think my first Final Fantasy game was on the PS2 as well. Was yours 10? Uh, Mine was 10. Yeah. Ten was and, uh
0: <laughs> Ten was hilarious because I didn't understand why everyone was losing their shit over having voice actors. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh two thousand
0: whatever it is. This yeah, is a normal okay. thing at this point. And this was uh this I think it was Final Fantasy 10 and Kingdom Hearts my was my were my intro to Square Enix as a company. And just liking that art style and how they tell stories and stuff. Titus was a punk-ass little bitch. Like, I was all about Oren and Lulu, my favorite characters. So no, I was sucks, also... A, His laugh is awful. A, oh, a guy who's just trash human. And I actually... <laughs> I sucked because I didn't realize that the game doesn't tell you that it wants you to balance characters out for different fights. So I put everything into Oren and Lulu and didn't realize that at certain points of the story, I would not have either Orin or Lulu. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like this one scene in particular where you have to fight the Beirut worm on top of an airship. Waka is the only one with distance attacks, but I didn't know oh, yeah, dude the Waka. So Waka was the shit. I was like, okay, cool, everyone's dying except for this blitzball player. And i was <laughs> like, cool, I can't I can I can't hit anything. So I had to and again, back to memory cards, I had to go back and redo the story up to that point to like actually balance him out and make him a usable character at range. So oh, wow. Just not doing that. And then, that, you know, learning about how to use haste and learning how to like, you know, the turn-based system. I'd like to love the turn-based system in those games because it made, gave you time to think.
1: Oh, it's so sick, dude. And they, they kind of moved from that. I don't... Did you play ten two? 2
0: I, I did, but I didn't like it as much. I actually just went to trigger time the entire time and just like shot everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. I that I think Ten was like my first, probably my first JRPG, and I just remember like falling in love with the uh, skill tree.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. Like that was really cool different than any other game i've played i liked how in kingdom hearts to so we are not yeah no this still counts whatever we're doing playstation overall um <laughs> in kingdom hearts i'll have much was, more for playstation 2 era yeah well i'll just throw this the slight one in here i like the battle system in kingdom hearts because it allowed you to still have control or give at least pre-controlled settings to the other ai And then you could still like do your thing and not do do your hack and slash thing. Exactly. So I like that kind of the camera in that was awful, but other than that, it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, um, and then I think the other one we have to talk about, <laughs> we didn't even really talk about 7 other than um, Tifa is waifu. Um, oh, and you should get the, the remake because the remake is... Sick. The
0: remake is crazy.
1: It's unbelievable how much work they put into that.
0: Um, it's unbelievable how they stretched the first part of the game into being like... <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm
1: curious what the breakdown is for the future releases. Um, the other one we have to talk about is Metal Gear Solid. Oh, that's that series is so important yeah and again that's gaming in general
0: the only reason i didn't mention it is because i didn't actually play it on the ps1
1: okay did you play any of the other ones
0: i did i played uh i need to double check i played i played the more recent ones actually um i didn't play five but i did play four and i played rising revengeance
1: okay Okay. Which
0: technically wasn't Metal Gear Solid, but it followed Raiden, and they called it like Metal Gear Fruit Ninja. But I still enjoyed the game, <laughs> and, the sound, and the soundtrack kicked ass. So, oh yeah, I, I
1: mean know. all those, but I mean like, I mean it was the f- probably the first stealth 3D game, I think probably. It, it certainly... That or that or Perfect Dark. Oh, that's true. You're yeah, you're probably right. I don't know which one came out first, um, but. I to me it like it it created my love of stealth games, and I I kind of moved away from the Metal Gear series. I need to get back into it. Um, I just it created, my, it
0: created my love for Hideo Kojima.
1: Yeah, for sure, dude. Like Death, Death Stranding is
0: a bonkers ass game. It, created, it helped my my love for Hideo Kojima. I am super down. I actually had it on my back of my work computer. A uh, picture of him drink, drinking Konami Tears, uh, you know, <laughs> in that in that mug. I don't know if you had, if you knew about all that. I'm sure you did, but like. Oh
1: yeah, dude, they yeah. really screwed him over.
0: They did, and I love how he just like, okay, cool. So by the way, here I'm drinking Konami Tears. I actually, if this uh, COVID thing continues, I'm going to order the mask from Death Stranding and use that as my daily mask.
1: Oh, dude, that's I amaz- mean, oh my god, that's such a good idea. I want to do that. let fil- put a filter in it oh my gosh that's genius on, yeah you and, and my, you know I'll konami be, be my like, higgs and i'll be your dead man oh my gosh i love it let's do it
0: <laughs> I'm, super, I'm super down they make the mask
1: <laughs> where, where can i find this i gotta
0: either i saw one on Etsy, and i saw a couple other ones. people are like 3d printing but like i do oh that's one. dope as hell yeah i'm
1: definitely getting one of these i will uh i'm gonna ship you i'm gonna ship you one
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm with it that'd be a new um, cover we don't even need to like I don't have to even draw the pictures. I can just, <laughs> <take it>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um. yeah so that's pretty much I think we're at about time um,
0: do you have a business you're shouting out and are you drinking anything right now
1: yeah so let's talk about I feel like we need to do the drink at the beginning going forward what do you think we, about that we do we should okay alright I'll try and I actually next just time did, I actually
0: just did forget about the drink this time
1: no me too totally I was just <laughs> thinking about it though. I was like oh we should probably talk about that at the beginning Um. I am drinking uh, Lagunitas
0: uh, IPA oh you you always like to rub that in my face (laughs) (laughs) what are you drinking zach i'm actually drinking water because it is ramadan and we are going to go get some food oh hell yeah what are you guys getting i'm not sure and I don't celebrate Ramadan, but I have highest respects of it. And there are a lot of awesome restaurants that are open in Dearborn and they're doing curbside. So, again, supporting local businesses and supporting being part of the community. And it sounds awesome. We're going to do it. Probably some bubble tea is going to be first on the oh, menu. Oh,
1: hell yes. Absolutely. God, yes, absolutely. That is amazing. That's a good idea. I want bubble tea now. Um, So the business I'm going to shout out this week is the uh, Michigan and State Theater in Ann Arbor. Um, They are uh, Ann Arbor-based movie theater. Uh, There's two of them. They're, like, right by each other. Um, One of my buddies used to work there. And um, it's just nice because Ann Arbor is actually – really flush with movie theaters um we have unfortunately i don't know if you heard zach quality 16 um or the goodrich brand as a whole is going out of business um they filed for bankruptcy um so we're going to be losing our quality 16 that we have i actually like that theater a lot
0: i Um, actually didn't know about it The theater itself. Yeah, the only theaters I've been to were the Imagine in Celine. Okay,
1: yeah. So we have the Imagine in Celine, and then the uh, the rave um, theater um, in Ann Arbor. Um, the the Quality Sixteen theater was the first of those, I think, um, in the area to come to open, like big chain one. And I have a ton of memories of of going to that theater. Uh, I saw like all the star Wars movies there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's like all my, all my big memories of movies have happened there, but, um, the Michigan theater and state theater are just like really great. Um, they they host concert series like I met they do um, comedy shows like I met Mike Birbiglia, um at the Michigan Theater. He's a great comedian. You should check him out. That's oh, wow. not a local. It's not a local business, but um, <laughs> but they, they just do great stuff for the community too. They host a lot of events and uh, they don't do like the big blockbuster movies. So if you're looking to find like like a parasite like parasite, I saw there before it was ever coming out to rave or imagine or or quality 16 they they show like the really good indie movies um and they host the i think they they co-sponsor the ann arbor film festival every year okay which which unfortunately got canceled well it didn't get canceled they moved it digitally um but it is like a big event for ann arbor so um just as a lover of movies i wanted to give a shout out to the michigan theater and and uh you can get memberships um at the michigan theater um their premium or their basic membership is 70 dollars a year um it's not and bad, actually yeah it's it's really great and um They have, uh, I believe, so they, they have no fees for, um, online purchases. Um, they have parking validation. Um, and if you bump up to the, uh, premium at 160 a year uh for two people you get two free tickets to movie on tuesdays um as long as it's a michigan and state theater sponsored movie and you get half off popcorn so it's like a really really good deal um and um i mean you consider how much you spend in popcorn and and movie tickets in a year at a big chain um I, this is a big savings and it helps the local business. So I just want to give them a shout out. So
0: I'll, uh, I'll yeah, toss totally. up it's to awesome. you. Yeah. Cool. My um, local business shout out is going to be a restaurant again, but I think well, I want to start by saying I shout out all restaurants who are still keeping in business, still taking care of their employees and taking care of their communities by um, adapting to these situations that are unfolding and are offering curbside and um, online deliver online, curbside takeout, all that good stuff. We appreciate you. Um, In particular, my shout-out today is going to go to Tomokun in Ann Arbor.
1: Oh, my God, yes. Yeah,
0: close to the Michigan Theater, actually. Um, We were driving around, and weren't really sure what we wanted that day. And we were like, hey, let's check out Tomokun. And then it – just – come on, man. It's It's – I can't even put it back into words. Because for the price point, for what we got – and you know how – It's just a very simple texture thing. You know when you get food and they leave it in the container and it steams and it doesn't stay crispy for whatever you're getting? This was not the case at Tomokun. They know how to handle their food. They know how to give it to you. Prep it, get it ready, get it ready to party, and party in your mouth and in your bowels. Go to Tomokun. (laughs) Eat your food. I think we got, like, shrimp buns, pork buns. Um, I got... Even, well, we didn't get bibimbap it, it was it was it was awesome just go to just go there
1: so did you do the noodle bar or did you do the korean barbecue
0: <laughs> we did korean barbecue i don't know it wasn't korean barbecue it was, the Japanese it was so the it. so
1: the one on the left is the barbecue and you have the hot plate between you mm-hmm. at, at the table and you uh you cook the meat yourself
0: well we ordered to go so we didn't do that
1: uh oh right yeah because you guys went recently yes um so uh...
0: So I know that my wife got chicken katsu.
1: Oh my gosh, their chicken katsu is so good. Yes,
0: and I got something else that wasn't katsu. It was, I, I forgot the name of it, but it was just awesome. It, You know, we were really satisfied for what we got. And for the amount of food we got per the price we paid, we just like, wow, this is like two other meals. We couldn't finish it right now.
1: Yeah, that's the crazy thing to me is like, the entree is probably expensive for what somebody would consider for one meal. But like, like, I always get the spicy chicken ramen when I'm there. And it's always two or three meals for me. Yeah. And <laughs> and I like you can ask my wife, I do not like leftovers. I hate leftovers. Me too. Like, I don't I will do... never I will never eat leftovers, but their leftovers are perfect at Tomacoon.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I leftovers and I have a rule. There's only certain things that are allowed to be leftovers and from certain places, and that list is very small. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) I just—I don't do it. I don't do it well. Like, even when I meal prep, I meal prep one thing that can go with different things, and it has a three-day limit. After that, no, am I doing the whole? Oh, let's just sniff and find out. No, if I just sniff it, it's going (laughs) in the fucking trash. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, if you have to sniff. Like cont- my um, like container and all too. I'm not opening it. It's going in the trash. Oh, I played this one. No, it's going in the goddamn trash.
1: I'm not recycling. <laughs> um, okay. So what are we doing uh, next or well? So next week is media club watch season one of leftovers. Have you watched any of it, Zach?
0: I actually have not, but we're going to watch it again. We're going to watch it together this week.
1: Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know if your wife is going to like it. That's kind of why I make you're watching.
0: Okay. Me. okay. All
1: right. Uh, don't be mad at me. Um, oh, man. <laughs> if, she, if she doesn't like it, it's not my fault. Because to be clear, based on my – I may be interpreting what she's saying wrong, um, but I think she hated Lost because she didn't get answers. Um, this show will not give you any answers. You know what? So, I
0: feel good. I feel good that you told me that ahead of time, though. Yeah, because that probably would piss me off, also, and that gives me a different mindset to go into into this story. Yeah. So I appreciate you giving me that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you will you will not get the answers you're looking for. Um so that is next week. Watch season one. It's on HBO. Um I'm not gonna tell you to pirate it, but um I can't stop you. <laughs> do not say that. <laughs> um and then so I don't know, what do you want to do the week after? Which which console are we doing PlayStation again or do we want to do a Nintendo one?
0: I feel like we gotta go to Nintendo because we let Nintendo kinda take over a little bit through this.
1: Okay. One. So are we doing NES NES? Uh, N64 handheld what are we doing?
0: Well we started with the first console that I played with today. Who was the first one that you played on the Nintendo side?
1: Uh, First one I played was probably SNES but the first one I like really got into was N64.
0: Let's do N64 because I think SNES and SNES and SNES both for me were just a bunch of cartridge blowing bullshit on two games so you know (laughs) (laughs) wasn't much there honestly. Yeah, All right. Um, Okay. So so I actually have a question for you. Yeah, sure. What's up? The question is nothing. There's no setup. Oh. (laughs) Oh, you turned it on me. I had to turn it on you. You want to know why? Why? Because we can't even become predictable. Because if we become predictable, no one will ever come back next time for this podcast is for nerds.